Are we talking about what the speaker actually said? Welcome to Critical Thinking Skin, where you look at how you can think about any faith-challenging message and arrive at a biblical, logical conclusion yourself. I'm Patricia Engler, and today we're going to look at a type of flawed argument called strawman fallacies. These fallacies happen when someone misrepresents an opponent's perspective to make it sound weak or ridiculous and as easy to knock down as a scarecrow. So to respond to a straw man fallacy, all you have to do is bring the discussion back to what the attacked perspective originally said. For example, let's say one person is singing rather loudly. Person number two might ask, hey, could you please sing a little quieter? And that's not an unreasonable request. But person number one can make it sound unreasonable by misrepresenting it with a straw man statement like, oh, you think I should never say another word again? Or, wow, you music hater, you clearly don't appreciate the arts. Or, oh, so you think the whole world should keep silent at your request? And all person number two would need to do to identify that straw man argument and defuse the situation would be to gently point out, no, that's not what I said. As a real-life example of this, one day my dad, who's now a hospital chaplain, was asked to literally bow down to idols as part of his chaplaincy training. When he, being a Christian, didn't want to participate, the others in his class were like, oh, you think you're better than us? You're not a team player? And he responded, that's not what I said. I can respect other religious traditions without having to participate in them. So strawman arguments are really common, and being able to recognize and graciously respond to them is super important, since we see them so often in popular culture, all over the internet, and in petty disputes, and even in textbooks. For instance, I've read biology textbooks which argue, well, creationists believe that organisms never change, but organisms do change, therefore creationists are wrong. But wait a minute, do most biblical creationists say that organisms never change? No, obviously we do see variation within kinds of living things God created, like dogs changing to, into other varieties of dogs or finches changing into other varieties of finches, as mechanisms like natural selection favor specific genetic traits more than others. That's observational science, and biblical creationists don't have a problem with it. In fact, like you can learn more about in the other resources linked to this video, observational mechanisms like natural selection can't produce the kinds of genetic changes required to actually evolve one kind of creature into another anyway. However, by saying that creationists believe nothing ever changes and no new species ever form, even within created kinds, the textbook is weakening the biblical perspective to make it sound ridiculous. And that is a straw man argument. But you know, there's also a type of fallacy which is the opposite of a straw man argument, and it's been called the Mott and Bailey fallacy, or Mott and Bailey doctrine. It's named after a type of medieval castle built on a flattened earthen mound called a Mott, overlooking a courtyard known as the Bailey. And in this fallacy, someone starts by presenting a controversial point which may be harder to defend. That's the Bailey. And when another person challenges that position, the arguer swaps out the weaker controversial point with one that's easier to defend, representing the fortified mott. For instance, let's say that hypothetically, someone argues that people under 18 shouldn't be legally allowed to attend church. You could point out that that would be a serious breach of religious freedom, but they might replace their statement with a position that sounds a lot more defensible, like, oh, I just believe in the intellectual rights of children. Their original argument has not changed. 
but instead of admitting what they're really advocating for, they're conflating their position with one that sounds a lot better, standing up for children's rights. In summary then, while a straw man reframes a strong position as a weak one, a Mott and Bailey reframes a weak position as a strong one. In both cases, all you have to do to respond to these fallacies is to bring the discussion back to what the original argument was truly saying. For more on how to think critically about any faith-challenging message, you can access my other CT scan videos packed with tactics, tips, and tools that helped me as a Christian student at Secular University. Thank you for watching.